Welcome to Applying Pressure. Applying Pressure is brought to you by The Final Piece, LLC. Here on Applying Pressure, we aim to educate our listeners, giving you information to help you graduate from just going through life to glowing through it. Pressure creates diamonds, so apply that pressure for your sparkling ending. Hey y'all, back at it again with another episode. It is Podcast Thursdays. I am your girl, Alicia, the host of the show and the CEO of The Final Piece, LLC. So, today we are going to talk all things autism. As you may or may not know, April is Autism Awareness or Acceptance Month, depending on how you choose to celebrate. So I thought, why not kick the month off with discussing my experience with individuals on the spectrum, my love for them, and how I aim to make a difference in the lives of them and their families. Stay tuned for deets. Alright, so... You may know this about me if you know me personally or know a little bit about my company, but if not, I am going to share. Professionally, I am a special education teacher, a middle school, self-contained, moderate to severe. So that is a little bit about what I am currently doing. Half of my scholars are on the autism spectrum, so a lot of what I do in my classroom is geared towards catering to and making things more inclusive for individuals on the spectrum. I have a background that is a bit diverse that has prepared me for the role that I am in now, as well as prepared me for consulting clients with the final piece, which I will get into later on. My past experiences with individuals on the autism spectrum started in clinical settings. I had the amazing opportunity to work at different clinics throughout my region, working with and performing applied behavior analysis or ABA. The field of ABA was the first exposure, true exposure that I had to individuals on the spectrum. Now, I can't recall back in like grammar school um, at a young age, kindergarten, first grade, I always took an interest in special needs kiddos. And I always knew that I wanted to help them. My heart went out to them. So I always knew that this is where I would wind up. I just didn't know how. I didn't know my why. And even as I progressed in life, I still was trying to figure out my why. How did I fit into the piece of the puzzle? And then I found ABA. I had the opportunity to get a on-the-job training with a company in the area, start working a role, um, had experience with probably by far, I know I'm not supposed to say this, but one of my favorite clients that I've worked with throughout my career, um, got the experience to learn how to handle more difficult clients, more behavioral clients. So, 
got that on the job training, things came naturally to me when it came to performing ABA. I had the opportunity to show my skill set. Um, I was not your typical therapist. Now, back when I started, we were called line therapists or ABA therapists. This was before RBTs were huge in the field. The information that I learned at that first clinic was amazing. I got so many technical terms that I learned for the field, how to speak the lingo, how to interact with the clients, the family. But there were some things that I also learned about myself in that arena, about who I was as a person and who I was as a professional. Now... I have always, as I mentioned, had a love for individuals with diversities, have always wanted to advocate and fight for them. Didn't always know the best way to do that, but entering the world of ABA allowed me to do that and allowed me to do that in a special way. I noticed that when I was in clinical settings, a lot of people were there. They were great at it, but then there were others that came in and out. Those of you that don't know, the field of ABA has a high turnover rate. Um, So I've seen throughout my career some people just being involved for the wrong reasons because the pay is a little bit higher or to gain this experience and breeze on, rub elbows with people in the profession, whatever have you. But I've always sought out situations where I can make a difference. I wanted to work with the most challenging clients so that... You know, when they reach that mountaintop, we could celebrate that much more because we had made it. And I wanted it to be a family affair. I wanted to bond with families. And that was something that in a clinical setting and due to ethical reasons. And once I became RBT certified later down the line, these are things that it's it's a no-no. And I understand, you know, why. But... Moving into education, it gave me a little bit more hands-on with the children, getting to know them, but also giving me a little bit more creativity and freedom. When I first got into education, I was a behavior specialist at a charter school working with kiddos that are in general education with an IEP or an individualized learning plan or educational plan I'm sorry but then also working with self-contained children so I did work on mastering academic goals with those children but because of my background in ABA I also had the opportunity to bring some of that skill set into the charter school setting And work with managing some of those behaviors that the children went through and help them to find better coping skills and find other ways for the teachers to be able to reach them. So I enjoyed that opportunity, but the best thus far, aside from being the CEO of the final piece, of course, is teaching. Teaching is a whole nother arena. A whole nother freedom. And it has given me the opportunity to bond with my scholars and their families on another level. Bringing a level of service and care into the classroom that they may not have always experienced. When my children enter my classroom, 
whether it be virtually or in person, because we are doing hybrid due to the pandemic, I make it a whole child experience, person first learning. So what I mean by that is it's not just about come in, sit down, learn these six through eighth Indiana standards. And I don't care about anything else. I do mental health checks with my babies. I make sure they feel okay. I understand that they are going through things, just going through puberty, and then having these different diversities that they have. They're fighting through so much. Being children of color, that affects the way that they view the world and the way that the world views them. They are growing into womanhood or adulthood, entering the teenage years of their life, and then leaving me and going on to high school so it's a lot going on in these years and I understand that and I respect that and I think that that is one of the reasons that I pair so well and pair is an ABA term for building a relationship or having a strong relationship with someone I pair so well with my clients or my scholars and their families because I understand that this relationship is a two-way street And I think that that is one of the most important things that I've learned throughout my professional career. In order to get through to these kiddos on the spectrum, you have to have a relationship with them, a rapport. You have to build trust and they have to be confident in your abilities. And that is what being a ABA line therapist, a RBT, a paraprofessional, And then now a special education teacher has taught me. It has learned, I have learned to appreciate people from all walks of life that much more. But it also has birthed the desire to provide these services for my community, which is what the final piece aims to do. We want to reach children that may not always have these opportunities for service or reach the people that others had a hard time getting through to. So what I mean by that is the services that I provide my clients and their family is inclusive to that child's needs. We aim to enhance our learners. When I work with a child, when I assess a child, when I sit down with a parent and I give them the individualized education plan, or the approach to the behavior interventions, then I sit down and I speak and I allow them to speak their minds. And also, I tell them what I have observed and give suggestions. We make this a team effort. And I also allow my clients the freedom to express themselves and talk about their experiences in life and even with the services. So when I had this vision to bring these services to my community, to at-risk youth, black and brown youth. I wanted to bring them quality care and service at a level that they can understand and also giving them and empowering them with knowledge of self. So that is where the final piece comes in. We, of course, aim to reach or cater to Individuals with diversity, special needs, autism, Down syndrome, not just neurotypical um, kids can benefit from this experience. I want diversity, neurodiversity. 
I do not have a problem working with neurotypical kids, but I aim to get through to those who have challenges, those who have struggled in the past. I want to be that light at the end of the tunnel. So that is how I work to contribute to raise awareness and advocate for individuals on the spectrum by first empowering them and giving them the knowledge to self-advocate. I think that's so important to be able to work to speak for yourself, stick up for yourself, especially if you are capable, just because there are some things that may slow you down a bit. That doesn't mean that you can't do anything at all. There is a way for everybody to learn and to do things. And that is what I want to remind my learners of each day. And then also, more importantly, educating the community, decreasing ignorance about autism, which is where the advocating comes in. And just applying knowledge throughout the community and not just the black and brown community but america in general the world in general we need to know that because people are different than us doesn't mean that they aren't capable they can't learn or any of these other mean things that we hear and say about or may have said about people that are different than us i am here to dispel the myth these people are amazing They are impeccable. They have diversities. They are different, but their minds are so beautiful. Take the chance, if you can, the opportunity to get to know someone on the spectrum and open your mind to the way that they see the world and understand that they're different is not bad. They still are worthy of respect. They deserve the best, just like anybody else. Thank you so much for tuning in to my spiel about how I got my run in the autism community, how I had the opportunity to work as a behavior therapist or an RBT or a line therapist. And I just wanted to introduce myself to you and how I play a role and have played a role in those with autism and how I have impacted their lives, hopefully in a positive way. Next week, we will discuss something else about autism. And this month, we will just continue to pay homage and remember, respect, and discuss autism awareness and what the spectrum is. And just celebrating neurodiversity. Next time we will chat i can't wait but until then remember tomorrow april 2nd is world autism day so spread the love embrace somebody spread some knowledge let people know that neurodiversity is okay we are not afraid of differences differences are what make us great and until next time i love you guys if you are in the northwest indiana or chicagoland region don't forget Saturday, April 3rd at 12 p.m. We are having the final pieces, first annual autism inclusion and awareness event at 6600 Broadway Street, 
Miraville, Indiana. I hope to see you guys there. Love you much. Bye.